This is Orlando with Rob Cobble. What's up, my brother? Hey, Rob, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good to see you, uh, albeit uh, via the interwebs here. Uh, but you are looking good sitting there in your tropical paradise, man. I'm liking it. I feel, <laughs> feel kind of naked here, you know, but... Um, well, you have a good background. Well, <laughs> I could throw something up on the TV screen there, you know, if I wanted, you know. Uh, yeah, like the news? Uh, a bunch yeah, of distractions? Yeah, we don't want to do that. What we're hoping to do here is... Um, is to provide a, a small diversion from all the chaos. I know everybody's hunkered down, uh, doing their um, doing their self, uh, or let me use the appropriate term, doing their social distancing, and a lot yeah, of people are working from yeah. home, and um, it's a little bit crazy. So, um, Carlos and I wanted to be able to continue to bring episodes of this is Orlando to you guys. And, um, we're not too sure the sound quality and how this is going to come across. So, um, Carlos is much pickier about the sound quality than I, as you can imagine. (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. But, uh, again, we are relying on the, on our individual internet connections yeah, exactly. So what we want to do here is um, we're just going to catch up a little bit, talk a little bit about what's going on with, you know, the, the chaos that's happening. We're not going to get political. We're not going to, um, yeah, never. Uh, you know, get into all the uh, back and forth on that. But maybe we can talk a little bit about what's going on here in Orlando, um, what we can do to help out and maybe even. Uh, hopefully provide some suggestions of uh, maybe some books, music, music, things like that to kind of help you get through uh, the craziness and everything. So um, I want to start, you know, one of the things that I've been thinking of, um, and it's been interesting, you know, I've been reading uh, a lot of information and stuff about the, uh, Right now, people are freaked out about the unemployment rate just shooting through the roof, which is very, very scary. And um, so I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, I'm a career advisor. You know, I look at resumes all day long. I do stuff like that. Um, I'm not being affected a lot as far as the, the work that I have coming in, because most of what I do is uh, happening online anyway. And, um, but I know some of you out there might be a little bit freaked out. So I want to offer to you, um, an opportunity that if you need a resume review, you need to have a chat, you need to do whatever, um, hit me up, man, you know, send me an email. We'll get something on the schedule. Uh, and, uh, we can talk a little bit about what's going on. Sometimes it helps just to talk. I know a lot of people are freaked out and worried. Uh, I'm not looking to benefit monetarily from this i'm happy to help you guys out um you can uh you can you know you can thank me with a virtual hug or whatever but um we can talk about all that later so um just tell your friends about the podcast yeah yeah that's that too you know help (laughs) help spread the word about this is orlando and everything so um but anyway um 
so Carlos, you're, you know, full sale shut down, man. I, I, I shouldn't say they shut down, but they've gone to a total um, virtual classroom now, man. So correct. Today's wow. the, the, the very first day of everybody online. So everything it's going pretty smooth. Classes already started. Um, so we're good. We're good to go. And the transition was, was, uh, was of course shocking, right? Cause it, it's something completely new, but, uh, especially for the ones working on campus, but classes, uh, started and, and we're all online, nothing stopping the school and students are getting all the, uh, all the information that they need. So yeah, yeah, we're cool. back in. Well, yeah, I know that ma the majority of the classes that they had were actually already, uh, we're already online, right? right. So you can right. choose to either do an on-campus or an online. So the cool part is the curriculum remains the same. You can kind of just plug right in where you were. Um, I know a lot of people uh, have trouble disciplining themselves working from home or doing like online things. How do you feel that, um, uh, you know, do you, do you have any tips to the students on how to keep focused well, or anything? Yeah, uh, I, I've always said that if you are planning on taking online classes, you have to realize that the amount of discipline that you need to have is completely different as if you are going to be on campus. And this is any school. Um, if you're going to take classes online, you have to be a lot more disciplined. You have to keep an eye on how are you managing your time because it's very easy for everybody to go, oh, I'll, I'll just do online and work and and I'll just jump in when the when the lecture is live and that's it. But you have to think about that now you are the one responsible for all the time that you need for your assignments, studying, um, all the extra stuff. Uh, it might be, in some cases, a little bit more work from your part. So you have to be aware of that. You have to be honest to yourself and say, all right, do I really have the time to do this? And then once you jump in, then always make sure that you pay attention how long it took you to do the assignments, how long it took you to study. So then you can still uh, fix all those little humps uh, when, when you are going through the online classes. Because again, we give you all the information or, or, or the school gives you all the information, all the lectures, everything, but then you are 100% responsible for your time and, and, um, uh, and the time that you need to, to, to work on the classes. So, um, Good advice, make, man. make a schedule, write down a schedule, um, make a schedule for even have lunch and dinner and the time that you think that you need to relax also, we all, especially now, with everything that is going on, everybody's freaking out a little bit. Everybody's a little bit stressed. Uh, so spend some time on your own. Spend some time for yourself and watch a movie, watch a show, read a book. Amen. And you, you can add that in your schedule. Add that in your schedule that there's time for you to relax um, schedule the time that you're going to sleep. Believe me, that helps. Um, sometimes us that we're always doing a lot of projects and thinking of the next big thing and, and having fun with our friends working on some cool projects, we don't think about the time that we have to use to sleep. So 
So be careful with that. I totally agree with everything you said, man. I mean, that's, that's often the advice that I uh, try to tell people that are job hunting as well. You know, you, you have to discipline yourself, you know, if you get up in the morning and uh, drink coffee and then roll onto the couch and uh, put on the Ellen show and uh, start watching your stories and, you know, all of that kind of stuff before you know it, the day gets away. So I think it's important to kind of segment your day out, you know, and for those that are out there searching, um, you know, I recommend, you know, spend the first couple hours sourcing new opportunities and sending out resumes. And then as Carlos said, schedule a break, man, put the break on your calendar so that you get up and, and, and physically walk away from it all, which will also mentally detach you and right. Um, right. kind of get your head back, you know, get your yeah. head back into it. I read a book a while ago. Uh, I believe the name is getting things done. Um, I don't remember who wrote it, but it's, it's pretty good. It got pretty famous, uh, in the early 2000s and, and he was talking about simple concepts, but things that we don't think about. And you cannot believe how much your life will get if you even add into your schedule at what time you're doing laundry. Yeah. And then defining, defining what you're doing there and dividing the clothes and dark and white, whatever, um, uh, colors, because that way you take all that out of your head you're not thinking about it all the time. So you can do exactly the same thing with your classes. It's like, all right, from 10 to 12, I'll be working on, on an assignment. From 12 to 1, I'll do laundry. From 1 to 2 or 1.30, I'll eat. And then you don't have to think about it. It's all there. Um, so again, I, I'm very big on, uh, yeah, yeah, that David Allen. That's correct. I'm very big on schedules. I'm very big on to-do lists. And I don't know if that's showing up. Uh, it's, it doesn't, I don't know if it's showing up on the video here, but anyway, there it is. It, it is. It is. It is showing up. It's okay, getting good. things done. The Art of Stress-Free Productivity by David Allen. Um, it's, a, it's a really good book, really good concept. It, he has an audiobook also, um, and it talks about things like that, and this can definitely help you on on uh taking online classes yeah yeah i mean and again you know it's like you know when you schedule it out it kind of just gives you that reminder that you need to do it you know take a lunch come back and then maybe network for a couple hours if you're a programmer um you know put a couple of hours in there to work on a project keep your keep your programming chops sharp and everything um all of that stuff is really important now a lot of the people that I work with now at the boot camps, um, have, you know, there's a lot of second career people that, um, you know, made the decision to become a programmer uh, after, in many cases, successful careers in the financial world. Or I, I actually worked with a, um, a surgeon who just didn't like dissecting people and thought it would be more in his best interest to become a programmer, which is, I think, really cool. But a lot of these people also have children, too. And I know you have kids, and I know you're just starting on this world, but, um, you know, how are you going to deal with that 
dynamic of trying to work and, you know, you got your kids at home. I've seen so many great memes lately about um, all of a sudden teachers are really getting uh, super mass love from everybody. They're like, I've only been homeschooling for about two hours now. And I think teachers should make about a million dollars a year. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I uh, believe that. I believe that. Well, I have to be honest. I cannot take the whole credit because I'm not alone here. I'm here with my wife. Nice. So obviously when I'm, when I have to be online and taking care of my classes or working on a project, she's the one dealing with them a hundred percent. We have that good dynamic that when we have, uh, when we need to work, we respect our time. And then when she needs to work on her stuff, then I'll take care of the kids a hundred percent. So again, I am not alone. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are single parents and I cannot imagine the amount of work that that is. Yeah. Uh, even, even with two parents, it's a lot of work. So, uh, now we, we have to look and going back, not to repeat myself, but going back to what I was saying earlier, we actually have a schedule for them. We have a schedule for them. Uh, what time we're going to wake them up at what time, um, they're going to have, uh, time to play, play outside in the, in the backyard. That's um, smart, man. You got to keep them in a routine as well. And, 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 uh, we have some time for them to read, to do some math, to do some writing. Um, we don't overwhelm them, but we have time for that. And we have a little bit of time of those tasks at the beginning of the day. And then we have also a little bit of time for them one or, or, or an hour and a half, uh, towards, uh, the afternoon. And then in between we'll eat, have fun, play games. And sure. we're even included in that schedule. We play board games with them or play outside or ride a bike a little bit and then come back. Um, so again, it, if you don't organize yourself, if you don't have a schedule, um, it could be really hard. And right now, when this whole thing started last week, they were supposed to stay home for two weeks. Okay. Yesterday, they extend this to the middle of April. So who knows if this is going to continue? So if you don't organize yourself, don't have a schedule for them, don't keep them in a fairly maybe flexible routine, it could be really, really hard. I'd heard that actually some, and I don't think here in, uh, in, in our region, but in some areas have just canceled school altogether for the year. And um, I, did oh, wow. hear, I did hear our governor say something about if parents decided they wanted their children to redo the grade that they're in currently. Um, you know, they were going to make accommodations for that. And, um, yeah, I mean, the, this whole thing has, uh, has really disrupted every, every part of our being. And especially yeah. since we live in a society that is so based on speed and convenience, Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a little bit more difficult for, uh, for people to get used to this, but, you know, I try for the most part to be a half a glass, half full guy. And 
you know, I'm sitting here right now in, in my office, my home office, and, you know, not a lot has changed for me other than I'm not going to go down to the game space and record this podcast. You know, I'm not going to uh, go out to dinner and I'm not going to do some of the things that, you know, I love doing, but man, it, it really has me feeling extremely blessed to, you know, I live in a house that I really love. Um, you know, I'm surrounded by books and, and albums and CDs, and I've got internet connectivity to give me information. You know, we've got the television. So, you know, I'm really pretty blessed. And yeah, it's an inconvenience, but hey, man, if it's the least that we have to do right now, just to kind of, you know, right. kind of make things somewhat back to normal down the line. You know, everybody's talking about this being the new normal. And, um, you know, who knows? Who knows how long it's going to last? But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Man, the the bummer for me is I've had three concerts canceled or, or postponed already. Yeah. So, uh, and then Brenda and I were going to be doing a trip to Manchester, England and uh, Edinburgh, Scotland in at the end of May for my birthday. So that's not looking real good right now. But again, if that's my worst problem, I'm okay. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right, right. And and not to get uh, political here, and and I'm not going to, but what the way I see this and the what I tell people, especially the ones that tell me maybe everybody's exaggerating, etc. This is my point of view real quick. Um, I am not that concerned about myself. Um, I'll, I'll deal with whatever happens with me or whatever happens in, in, in the, with the things that I have to do. I could not live if I ever uh, realized that I was the one causing somebody else getting sick. Yeah. So to protect others to be a good citizen just just stay home uh, as much as you can not yeah. again you might be thinking i am healthy i am okay i uh, and even if i get it i'll i'll pretty sure i can deal with it and i'll be fine but again you could um get somebody else sick or you touch something uh, and then somebody else touches that too and gets sick, et cetera, whatever, whatever the case may be. But again, I, I could not live with myself knowing, not that somebody's going to tell me, but I could not live with myself knowing that I could be the one uh, making somebody else getting sick. So, yeah. Uh, just- well, and, and, you know, my parents are, are, are really close uh you know, to uh, geographically speaking, as well as, you know, in my heart, but, um, you know, they're at that age too, where I want to, you know, I don't want them going out and everything. And my mom was talking about doing a little dinner for, um, for St. Patrick's day and getting everybody together. And it was kind of like, wow, you know, I don't know if that's really such a great idea right now. So, Mm -hmm. um, but you know, again, it's kind of like, you know, I would hate to go over there and then have something happen, you know, because Mm -hmm. I infected them or, or whatever, but you know, it's kind of like, 
you know, we let him know, mom, dad, you need anything. You don't go, just call me. We'll go get it for you. You know, it's right, like, right. they're, they're just in that prime thing. Uh, that, right. that, that prime demographic to, to contract this that, um, could do some serious damage. So, um, yeah. and again, I think that's good advice for anybody. Uh, you know, what did they say over 60 years old, make sure that, you're taking every precaution. Don't go out if you don't have to. And um, it's it's just good advice. I think I think we need to all abide by it. So I hope uh, yeah. I hope everybody is. And um, let's kind of let's switch the tone a little bit and talk sure. about let's let's, uh, let's talk about some things that like what do you plan to do, man, with all this time now that you have. I know you're an idea uh, guy. You're a project guy. You <laughs> love to do stuff. I know one of your goals this year that you told me is you want to get more involved in learning about video editing and whatnot. Oh, that already started. Has that it? already started? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I started with a simple software uh, called um, uh, ScreenFlow. I started learning ScreenFlow, so then I can I can do. Uh, tutorials if I need to I can edit some uh, uh, some videos and, and learn some light editing what I'm gonna do after that one is jump into Premiere by Adobe and then learn that one um, even if it's something that I'm not going to do as a job uh, I think for everybody especially now where we're staying at home uh, we're working from home we have to do pretty much everything on our own Video skills are, are pretty important. You don't have to be a Hollywood video editor, but um, it's good that you, that you can do some presentations, especially for job applications. If, you're, if you are in a field that you need to showcase your work, um, you, you need to know a little bit of video editing. Um, and, and I like to teach things to my kids. So I, I teach them about sound editing and, and, and things like that. So I'm going to teach them about video editing too. Dude, um, I, I don't think uh, too many of our <laughs> listeners know that um, you were the original uh, prototype when they, when they did the family guy show, you know, you are the <laughs> ultimate family guy, man. I love uh, that. Not that you. great. <laughs> I try, I try. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's that. Um, to to be honest with you, I am not uh, I am not reinventing the wheel uh, for me because I've always worked from home, uh, not full time, but I've, I've always done a lot of things from home. All the uh, uh, outside work that I do and all the projects I do everything for my house, um, all the music and sound editing and and all the other stuff. And graphic design, I do it from my house. So the adjustment is not that big for me. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to keep working on music. Uh, I'll teach my classes online in my labs. And, and yeah, yeah, I just have to rearrange my how's setup. The, uh, and, and that's how's it. the music composition going, man? Have you been, uh, have you got some new stuff? I know you were working on um, some concepts for a new record too. Yes, I am, I'm still working on that. I have, I have at least fifteen solid ideas for the next album. Wow! Um, and I usually, depending on the time and depending on 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 what's going on around me, 
So I reduced that to five or six solid songs that I can release. Um, uh, the other two albums that I did, solo albums, I did four songs each one. I think I'm going to go up to six this time because I, 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 I have a different feeling for this one anyway um, okay you'll hear more soon but but yeah I, i'm still working with music that that's never gonna stop yeah um, good for you man well yeah. um y- you know i think um you know depending on the outcome here of how this thing comes out and i know if anybody can make it sound good um it's going to be you uh i'm hoping that we're <laughs> going to have uh be able to continue uh having some guests come through on this platform i know um Last episode, we talked about uh, Tom Todia from EA coming on to talk about uh, game audio and just audio in general. Uh, he's he's still uh, on the schedule. Um, we had some representatives from Lockheed that we were supposed to record tomorrow. Um, we had another guest that um, uh, actually runs a, a, a an organization in a dog park called Dog Lando. And um, it's... Mm. It, you get a chance look it up dog lando and um it's a pretty cool uh i think it's kind of like a training facility slash uh dog park kind of you know it's like a it's like a community center for dogs here in orlando go figure you know but um he had reached out to me and if you're if you're listening um and and I apologize, my friend. I don't have your name in front of me here, but um, we are gonna we are gonna get you on here at some point. Um, it, you know when things uh, do return back to normal. So, um, it sounds like uh, pretty much, and it's funny because we make a joke about this, but it's true. You know, with the ban of alcohol sales. Um, I saw a, a film uh, here in Orlando through, and I'm not sure how long this goes on, but you know, on a Nash, uh, on a statewide basis, they've banned, you know, bars and, and taverns and whatnot from selling alcohol. So if anybody wants to drink, um, you can, um, you can go to the liquor store and stock up. And the lead story on the news today was lines lines and lines out the door at total one oh, wow. uh while everybody is uh stocking up so um you know um you know people do what you do do what you must and everything but you know remember to be careful remember to be responsible uh all of that kind of stuff um i know there's uh there's you know, on the other end, uh, uh, on the other side of thing, there's a lot of uh, therapies and 12 step programs and things like that that are out there that people are not going to be able to attend. So my advice there is to make sure you utilize your Internet browser to find, uh, you know, information on where those people might be gathering online or something like that. I'm sure your doctors and uh, healthcare providers can also steer you in the right direction, you know, mm-hmm. if you need some extra help for that. And um, again, if anybody needs some help locating any of these type things, um, as my friend Will Fitzgerald would always say, you have good Google foo. So I can find stuff pretty good on Google. So um, <laughs> I'm happy to help out in, in that situation as well. Hey, Rob, any, any books that you're reading right now? 
Yeah, man. Um, you know, I'm still kind of in the uh, in the music biography mode, and um, nice. since yeah, since we were going to um, to both Manchester and Edinburgh, I've been taking a tour through um, bands that are from those areas. So uh, I think anybody who's really into music, and especially music from the '80s and '90s, knows about. Uh, Manchester and what they called the Mad Chester scene that was breaking out of uh, Manchester in the late 80s. Excuse me. And it was all about, um, you know, first came the Smiths and that kind of, you know, pop band. And then it kind of segued into the Hacienda Club and everything became all about the rave and kind of dance music and ecstasy was introduced to Manchester. And that was like the epicenter of where people would go and dance and hang out. Um, bands like the Happy Mondays and the Inspiral Carpets and, and quite a few bands became really big in that scene. And shortly after that started to wane a little bit, um, came the advent of the resurgence of Britpop when mm. Oasis all of a sudden broke really big. And then there were a lot of, you know, bands like the Verve and, and a lot of these bands that came from that kind of Northwestern area of Great Britain. So I've been reading a lot of stuff about that. Um, I'm, I'm right now in the middle of a, a, a biography um, about Johnny Marr. It's actually an autobiography that Johnny Marr, the guitarist for the Smiths wrote. And okay. um, he's, yeah, he's had a pretty incredible career. Um, there was a, a very iconic label that happened out of Edinburgh in the uh, in the early '80s called Postcard Records, and um, they put out uh, records by uh, bands like Joseph K and this really cool band called Orange Juice. So I've been reading about them, and um, man, I haven't picked up a novel in a long time. Um, okay. But the thing I have on my nightstand getting ready to go is a book that's just called Manchester. And it's written by this guy named Dave Haslam. And he used to be a DJ at the Hacienda Club in Manchester. But he's like mm. one of these stalwart, been on the music scene forever in Manchester since he was a kid. Grew up through all of these incarnations of music throughout Manchester. Um, he's a journalist. He's written a couple of books that are really good. He's an awesome guy to follow on Twitter. If you want to know anything about what's going on in entertainment and arts in Manchester, this guy has his finger on the pulse. So, so nice. yeah, that's, that's kind of, you know, my reading has really uh, been 100% um, uh, recreational and for fun, man. How about you? What do, what do you got going right now? I've been reading lately The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, I don't know if you can see it there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know that book and I, it's, I, it's pretty good. I, I read practical that guide to personal freedom. Yeah. It's a small, very cheap, uh, a book. Cheap, I mean, it's like $6 on Amazon. Not, not cheap that it's bad. Um, <laughs> uh, not pricey. That's what I meant yeah, to say. There you go. It, it's, it's a really expensive. nice short book. Not expensive. There you go. <laughs> um, very nice book by Don Miguel Ruiz. And, and it helps you. It's He's not telling you things that you don't know. He's just organizing them in a way that you can use them as a powerful tool to become a better person, to become more aware of 
what it's important and um, uh, pretty much a, 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 a self-help uh, to, to become a better citizen and, and a better person and then to concentrate on what's really important and then just ignore all the, all the noise. And, um, I think that, yeah. And then, and what a great time to get into something like that too. Right. You know? And, um, <laughs> right. Uh, God, there, you know, to, so many people are, are on edge right now and everything. And we do need to take a few minutes just to kind of chill out, think about, you know, what, what we do with it. You know, one of my favorite sayings of all time is life is 10% what happens and 90% how you react to it. Definitely. And I, I truly believe that. So um, we had a, a an instance last night where I got, um, you know, I got a little off the beam and got upset about something that I had absolutely no control over. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, out of my wife and I'm like, oh, man, honey, I'm sorry. That's just not even right, you know. So, um, yeah, we got to be careful about that. I remember when I was in Miami and working at couple of recording studios there was this guy his name was mark lee and i didn't work too much with him but i i saw him in a couple of sessions and talking to other people and friends people that really know him will say the same exact thing no matter the situation he would never ever freak out so when there were big sessions with big artists <clears throat> excuse me big sessions with big artists Something happens, something breaks, there's smoke everywhere, and then and somebody needs to fix it. And then that was our job to, to keep the session running. He will never freak out, and then everybody in the room will stay calm. Because yeah. they were just watching him just go, okay, all right, let me deal with this. And then fix it, always find a solution, and then take the problem out of the room, and then he'll deal with that as later, as long as the session was running. Um, and then everybody was... Everybody was calm. Nobody they call, would freak out because they were following his his, uh, his emotion at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so well, cool. I learned so much is, from, from that. That is uh, that is a great lesson, and, and good leaders are like that. Um, I know I used to be a really nervous flyer, and somebody, uh, a flight attendant friend, told me, just keep your eyes on the flight attendants. If they start to look worried, then you know you got trouble. <laughs> but if they're not yeah. freaking out, you know, no need to even get excited. So, um, yeah, true. But, um, yeah. So, and been listening to a lot of music lately too. But okay. you know, trying uh, trying to find new bands that that I like. Um, they're just fewer and far between. And yeah, go ahead and say it. I'm an old fart now, and you know, blah blah blah. But. Um, uh, I've been listening to, um, uh, God, like basically going back through my record collection, which much of, I never got CDs of. So a lot of things that I haven't listened to in a long time, a lot of it, I'm kind of like, wow, I can't believe I used to like this, you know, but then there's some things in there that have been pretty fun to kind of rediscover. Um, but I would love to hear what everybody's doing, uh, on the new music front, um, there has been a couple of cool bands that I'd recommend if uh, people are kind of into the rock thing. Um, uh, hang on and I'll pull them up here. Um, if I can find them here. Um, 
so for me, you know, I tend to like a lot of like British rock, uh, Brit pop and, uh, and even punk and stuff like that. Um, so a couple of things that I've discovered recently, uh, a great band called Rascalton from, uh, Glasgow, Scotland, uh, almost sounds like a contemporary clash. Um, oh gosh, what else? What else? Um, there's a band and I think they're a New York band called Bodega that has an EP out called shiny new model. Um, somewhat kind of post-punk sounding, um, but, you know, definitely uh, accessible enough so that it's not too quirky for those that aren't into that kind of thing. Um, You ever heard of a band called The Dream Syndicate? No. Okay, so they've been around since the early 80s, and um, they did some pretty important records back in the early 80s. They're very guitar-driven, somewhat psychedelic, a lot of people referred to them as the West Coast Velvet Underground. Obviously, okay. Steve Wynn, their leader, was very influenced by um, by Lou Reed and the Velvets. Um, but they've they got back together. I don't know if they ever really broke up, but in the last probably six or seven years, they put out a couple of albums that are just phenomenal. Very psychedelic. A lot of guitar work. They have a new record that's getting ready to come out in April. And the first single off the record is 22 minutes long. It's just this wild kind of, what do, what do they say? It's kind of like kraut rock and experimental, but it's it's definitely got some melody to it. But, wow. you know, imagine putting the lava lights on and, and the strobes and, you know, letting it go. <laughs> that's kind of what's, what's happening here. So, nice. um, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of their stuff lately. And, um, yeah, just, you know, again, some more cool British stuff that I like. I discovered a band called The Stands that um, actually broke up in 2005. But, you know, another of the great uh, Brit pop kind of power pop uh, bands that, you know, I totally love. So anyway, if anybody's made it this far into the podcast and we're going to need to uh, cut it here in a, in a few minutes because I do have a student that it's coming up. Um yeah, okay. send me your recommendations, man. I'd love to know what you listen to. I've, uh, of course, got to give a big shout out to uh, my friends over at the Conglomerate. I still can't get enough of that record. And um, they've, been, record. they've been posting uh, videos of each of the songs um, on their social media, which is the Con PS. So if you want to watch these guys um, in the studio, uh, playing their hearts out, just go either to Twitter or Facebook, follow the con PS. And, um, and I think they've got the first three songs off the album that are up there now that you can watch. So, um, okay. those guys, what do you are think? Of, what do you think of this idea? Cause I've been getting, uh, this question lately when, when people learn about our podcast, and they they know that I, I do the recording and editing. They ask me what I use and my signal flow and things like that. Um, do you think it would be a good idea if we for the people that, that made it this far um, and the tech people out there to go over the gear that I use and, and how I do things? You know what? If you can get it done in five minutes, I think it's a great idea, man. <laughs> sure, sure. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at the clock. So... I, I'm a big believer to keep it simple, right? Always keep it simple, but effective. Because um, 
when we're recording a podcast and especially when we have a guest, I, I, my main goal is to keep everybody comfortable um, and not make them worry about anything. Just the conversation, talk, I'll take care of the rest. So, and you, and you do a phenomenal job of that, by the way, my friend. Thank you. Thanks. Um, so we start with uh, the microphones, of course, and the microphones that I use. It's it's pretty common in the podcast podcasting and broadcasting world, and it's the Shure SM57B. Um, everybody has the same microphone, so each one will have their own microphone. From there, I go to a cloud lifter because. I like to give a little bit more uh, boost to the signal. And I go straight to the 633 sound devices recorder. It's a field recorder and mixer. Um, I don't go straight to the computer, um, but I'll talk about that in a second. So I go straight to the 633, um, and that is battery-powered and also powered by, by the outlet, too. So the battery, it's, it's more as a backup. So I record there, and I like that one because I can do an actual mix as we go, and that records into an SD card, and that gives me finally a a stereo track of all the different individual recordings plus the individual ones in case I need to fix some stuff. At the same time, as a backup, I am recording using my Zoom um, H4n, uh, and then that one will go straight to the computer and that's in a corner in the room. And I've used that one many times when, when things happen. So always, 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 I always have a secondary recording happening at the same time as a backup. I believe in backups. I don't trust any gear a hundred percent. Never. Cause they always fail at some point. And maybe if I'm doing things fast, I might forget something. So I'm always recording to two different things, one completely separate from the computer and then the other one going straight to the computer. That way, no matter what happens, the show must go on and the show is safe. <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. I go when when I record or the recording that is going to the computer is going into Reaper. That's the DAW that I use or the digital audio workstation that I use. And I edit everything in Reaper. It's pretty flexible for me. Um, and I'm not recording bands. I'm not recording music. I'm recording a conversation. So my main concern is to be, have a clean recording. Everybody can understand, uh, what's going on. Any noises that happen, I take those out. I clean them up. Um, and then once everything is done, I add the music at the beginning, add the music at the end. Then I send the file to Rob. Rob will post it when it's supposed to be, um, or when the day it's 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 coming. Um, so that's that's pretty much it. Uh, it's pretty simple. I can maybe in the future be more specific and talk about each one later. But but that's it. So no matter what you use, if you're trying to do this, uh, if you're trying to uh, do a podcast, I always have two recordings going. If you can, that's that's good. If not, just just keep it simple. The main idea here is to have our guests comfortable have Rob comfortable there so they can express whatever they need to express and talk freely and I'll take care of the rest. And that's pretty much it. 
That that's awesome, man. And you know what I say about all that is uh, two twenty, two twenty one, whatever it takes, right? <laughs> so it's kind of yeah. like, um, I, I again, I appreciate what you do and the and the care that you put into it, man. People don't know like how long it takes to set all this stuff up and everything. Um, and for those of you, um, here's your your challenge while you're sitting around like really bored. Um, and I'm not going to even tell you which of the 35 podcasts that we've done it is, but one of the episodes, uh, we had a problem and you actually spliced from the backup recorder. Um, and I challenge anybody to find that. And if you can find the, the spot where it happened, where the sound of, uh, you know, where it was spliced together from a separate sound source, um, there will be a um, a grand bonus prize in there for you. Uh, I don't know <laughs> we'll, what it. We'll take be you to yet. lunch when when, yeah, we'll when this whole lunch. thing yeah. stops. <laughs> we, we should give you a lot of money just for sitting through all thirty five podcasts. But you know, anyway, we know you love them. <laughs> yeah. One more so, thing, and this is yeah. something that I tell my students all the time: after everything is done, after the recording stops, and after I finish editing, I always go. I have a copy in my computer and then two more copies to two separate hard drives. Again, I'm a big believer in backups. I'm a big believer in pretty much being saved. So once we finish recording a podcast, the first thing that I do is just make a backup into two separate hard drives. I finish the editing and before I even send it to Rob, I save again into two separate hard drives. So pretty much I have three places where that file is. If I drop a hard drive, that hard drive breaks, I have the secondary. If not, it's in my computer. And then at the end, it's also in my Google Drive account. The worst thing that you can do um, is for an employer to ask for a file or a client to ask for a file and you say, I lost it. (laughs) The worst thing that you can do, so to avoid that, just be safe. Just save it in multiple places. Trust me, there's going to be a moment where you are running like crazy. You are doing 10 things at a time. Everybody's asking you for something. Make sure that you have a backup of everything and you'll be fine. You'll be the hero of the, yeah, of the, for sure. of the moment. And, and, and yeah, and then you can move on. And then the stress level goes way down. File that no, under the uh, ounce of prevention uh, category, you know, for sure. So, um, well, dude, man, I know you've got work this afternoon. I've got a right. few students coming up and um, and then tomorrow and Friday, uh, we're recording this on the 18th. So happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Hey, um, happy St. Patrick's Day. I've got full, full days of students lined up. So, um I know I'm going to be keeping busy uh, at least up until the weekend. And um, I hope everybody is feeling good in spite of everything that we're going through right now. Um, I know there's a lot going on. And again, we've talked about it a lot. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of chaos. If I can be of any help in any way to anybody, um, I have time. Reach out to me. You can find me at rwcoble, C-O-B-L-E, at gmail.com or go to robcoble.org and you can message me through that. Um, Carlos, 
I hope you have a good uh, week. Good luck with the new setup, getting everything ready for, um, you know, uh, working from yeah. home. I know it's going to be a little bit different, but think of that gas money you're going to save, you know? Oh, I know. Especially I know. since you, you yeah. have a good commute too. So it's not yeah. like just going around the block or anything. So, yeah. Um, so everybody stay safe. Think about you, but think about others too. Um, let's be good citizens and and stay safe stay safe play it safe um if you need to find me it's very easy to find me on twitter i'm always there so c-i marcus m-a-r-q-u-e-z uh at twitter.com so you can find me there if you if you need some help editing podcasts too just find me there or or whatever if you would just want to chat i'm there I'm, i'm i'm trying to stay positive all the time on twitter there's a lot of negative stuff going around so i don't I don't, I don't like being negative on Twitter or any other social media. So if you want to chat or you, you want to, you need some help or, or gear advice or whatever, you can find me there, but please stay safe, take care of your family, take care of yourself. Um, and we'll definitely see you soon. Absolutely. And you are one of the most positive dudes. Now, if anybody's looking for snark or sarcasm, then hit me up. Okay. Positivity. (laughs) Uh, Carlos snark sarcasm me <laughs> so, hey, listen, thing is good to catch up with you brother um I yeah. miss you man and I will miss um, you too. I will be talking to you real soon I'm gonna go jump on and get this student right now hopefully we're gonna be rec- uh, talking to Tom Todia and we're gonna get that out to you guys uh yeah, within the next looking forward week. to it and um anybody else have any ideas uh some some people that you would like to hear on this is Orlando uh, hit me up. Remember, this is Orlando's available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we did not record at the Orlando Game Space this uh, for this particular episode, uh, nor does it look like we're going to be doing that for the next couple. But I want to give those guys a shout out because we would if we could. And I know uh, Chad is uh, still out there trying to take care of business amongst all this. So, Chad, uh, love on you, brother. And yeah, I um, love you, Chad. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Everybody have a good week. Uh, Stay safe.